Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch. I am your host, Sarah M. Chapel, and we're going to dive in today to one of the most popular questions that I get. How do I organize my business and my days? I'm in the middle of doing a bunch of market research calls with some of you from Instagram. Hello, thank you for taking the time to chat with me. As we prepare to reopen the Holistic Business Academy, and as I create a brand new free training for y'all that we're going to show on February 17th. And one of the things that's coming up time and again is this question of processes and systems and automation. Essentially, how do you grow your business without burning out and losing your shit? Before we go into that question, I'm going to actually tell you exactly what softwares I use, what planning style I use, what I've discovered about myself, and kind of what I think of about productivity as kind of a personal practice, if you will. Um, I want to remind you, as I just said, that we are reopening the doors to the Holistic Business Academy on the 17th. This is the place for you. If you want a dogma-free, explorative, choose-your-own-adventure, intuition and strategy focused business community and training program. This program is designed specifically to help spiritual entrepreneurs who want to make consistent $5,000 or more a month, figure out how to focus on the stuff that's important to actually get more sales and impact more people. Uh, yeah, without, you know, feeling like it's all going to fall apart. So you can finally have some peace of mind, pay yourself properly and do your work. We are going to be doing a free training that day. And for now, if you want to be uh, notified when HBA is reopened and you want to also know when we're, that free training registration is open, the best thing to do is go to holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash waitlist. There you'll get on the waitlist for HBA and you'll find out when our free training registration is open, which will probably be next week at the time of um, this recording being released. So as soon as that is open, you'll get an email and you'll be able to register for the free training which is going to be a free 60 minute training where I'm going to teach you some really cool strategies and mindset shifts and um, some some of my best tips on how to grow your business um, and to do that in a way that's like ethically values focused and actually like centers you as like a being uh, and and takes the wholeness of who you are and your and your life into account into growing your business, which is definitely on topic for our, our organization topic today. And I can't wait to see you guys at that free training. There'll be more about that in the podcast next week. And then, yes, get on the waitlist, holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash waitlist. So, yeah, you can grow your business and be surrounded by other like-minded spiritual entrepreneurs who actually give a fuck about what will the impact of their work on the world. So when we're looking at organization, I think where we have to start, and this is kind of my big theme for 2021 so far, is that this is an extremely personal process. I'm in a big rant mode about especially after having these market research calls, hearing from so many of you how confused you are by all of these marketing teachers who are telling you that like there's only one way to grow a business or like, and it's all conflicting advice. I think that productivity is very similar to that. There's a lot of people who are going to tell you this is the best way to do the thing. And I think that when we take a holistic approach to business, when we take a holistic approach to our lives, we recognize that every decision we make is going to be better served by looking at it as part of the whole right? Holistic meaning part of the whole, like we're looking, you know, we can't look at these, um, these individual pieces without their consideration for the whole. Your business is not you. 
It's not really your baby, but it's something you made. It is influenced by you and you are someone working in your business. So you matter in these decisions and you matter in terms of how you are setting these things up. So with business, like productivity, what works for one person may not work for you. Your desires, your goals, your skills, your dreams, what you love doing, what you hate doing, all of that matters. All right, I'm not gonna go on a full rant. Maybe we'll talk more about this later. But just for example, if someone says live video is the way to build your business and you really hate video, um, that's probably not the right <laughs> strategy for you, <laughs> okay? Like there are so many different strategies. That's why inside HBA, we actually teach foundational sales and marketing techniques. We do teach strategy, but it's the kind of strategy that you can apply to different things, to different marketing styles, to different platforms, because I know that you and I are not the same. And I'm not going to just teach you what I did to have a successful business because my business is not your business, right? We have different goals and different dreams and we're different people. So I'm saying that to pre-frame our um, organization productivity conversation today because I'm not you. <laughs> so I'm ha so happy to share what is working for me right now, but I also want to remind you that you know yourself best and um, that it's totally okay to be like, Sarah, that sounds stupid or that sounds complicated or I would never do that. You, just because I'm doing it, like it's not, I don't have like some like secret, you know, sauce that makes me a like success win entrepreneur because I do certain things every day. Um, I think the key things with any organizational plan is that it has to be repeatable and it should be scalable. This is true for your business too, that it needs to be something that you can easily do day after day, right? A lot of productivity systems and a lot of organizational systems, both personally and for business, tend to be really overblown. And unless you're someone who really likes that level of attention to detail, which you may, some of those systems require so much implementation effort that you actually don't do them, right? Creating the habit is really hard because the, you know, it's, it's, it's very Sisyphean, if you will, okay? Where it, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of work. Um, whereas I'm kind of someone where it's like, well, I can do hard things, but my daily like organizational practice needs to be simple because I get easily distracted and my brain does not work super well when it's put into boxes. So I have to kind of create a structure to support my creativity that isn't limiting. So that's what you're gonna hear about from me today. So with that in mind, there are kind of three primary phases to the organizational system that I'm using right now. The first is the business level organization. And whether you are new to business or you already have a team, this is the place I'm gonna recommend that you start. Because if you're bothering to organize your time, if you want to be more uh, productive, and here, I want to be clear, I've ranted about productivity before, doing things is not bad, right? And we're not talking about like maximizing your time so that you, you know, are getting like an extra like 15% of productivity out of your day. I just mean that you're somebody who has things you want to do, right? You want to produce things in your day. Uh, that's why, you know, you have a business and you're listening to this show. So we don't need to go all the way to the extreme of kind of the abusive productivity, like culture that we're in, in order to talk about what it's like to consistently do good work, especially when you have a business and that's required. So we're going to start by talking about the business level organizational strategy. And the reason I want to start here is because at some point your business is going to grow. It's probably growing right now. And that means that your needs are going to shift. And when we're making decisions about systems in our business, to the best of our ability, we want to envision where we want to be, not where we are. Why is that? 
Because when we go all in on a system or a piece of software or an idea, if it's only going to fit where we are in the present moment, we're going to have to redo that process in three months, six months, a year. Our goal is to anticipate to the best of our ability what we will need further down the road and to set up those systems now. This is one of the reasons that I'm sharing what I'm doing, because for some of you, you probably haven't thought about what I'm talking about quite yet, or if you have, you haven't implemented it, right? You can talk to people like me or folks who have businesses that look like what you want to kind of observe and see what they're doing, uh, rather than saying, well, right now it's just me, so I can keep my to-do list on a piece of paper, it's not a problem. Building the habit of having a proper structure for your business is going to serve you well as you grow, scale, start bringing on team members, working with virtual assistants, etc. So our business level organization is entirely managed in a software called ClickUp. Y'all have heard me talk about ClickUp before. It was about a year ago, I think, that I finally discovered ClickUp and went on. I went on the great uh, winter 2020 um, project management software test experience where I tested a bunch of different ones and I ended up with ClickUp. If you're inside of HBA, you've definitely heard me talk about ClickUp. We'll have a link in the show notes so you can sign up and try it yourself. There's an awesome free level that will serve you pretty well for, for a decent chunk of time. And when you do get to a paid level, it's pretty inexpensive for how robust and powerful it is. So ClickUp is a project management software that is really designed to be a hub for your entire business. Its goal is to really be an all-in-one for your business. Now, I'm someone who personally likes to diversify a lot of my tech and a lot of my processes because I want more control. Um, that's why, for example, I build my own websites on WordPress and use plugins and have a more robust website system. However, when it comes to managing organization for the business and managing a team, having it all in one place is the best decision we have made. And I'll talk a little bit more in a second about what specifically we have in that place so you understand why I'm so excited. So if you are not super techie or you are someone who likes an all-in-one solution, I really recommend checking out ClickUp. Out of everything I tested, it is the most robust, it is the easiest for collaboration, and it makes it so that as a team, we essentially use one major software for all of our interactions as a team. And then we have one other piece of software that we use to um, talk to customers via email. We have an email software we use. So for my team members, that means that there's one place to go to get all of the information and to talk to me and to talk to each other. It is such a relief. So ClickUp, um, as a project management software, does a lot of different things. First of all, it does project management. It helps you to manage your projects and your tasks. I recommend getting used to doing this in some kind of collaborative environment or something that could be collaborative now. There are other options. Um, Asana is fine. Um, I know a lot of folks like Trello, though I don't love the, uh, I personally don't love that for collaboration. If you don't envision ever having a team, um, then Trello might be a good fit for you. It's a lot more simple than ClickUp. ClickUp is a bit more complicated. But if you think you might have a team or you want to collaborate, then I definitely recommend ClickUp. What we do with our project management is there's two different kind of things in my mind. The first are our bigger long-term projects. These are things like what I've been working on, redoing the Holistic Business Academy content. These are our launches. These are kind of the, the bigger but um, discrete tasks that have defined beginnings and ends. That is more classic project management. I'm not going to get too much into that today, except to say that ClickUp makes it really easy to do that because you can create templates of projects essentially to reuse. So now, and this is so cool, y'all, I ran launches for years without having this, like off of like a Google Doc in my brain. 
And now, um, thanks to my um, online business manager, Ashley, we actually have templates for all of the kinds of launches we run. So when we run a new launch, she can just load the template in ClickUp and it automatically creates all the tasks that we need <laughs> for this plan. It is, I can't tell you how amazing it is. And that's something that you can do at your level right now. It requires no extra effort. You don't need a business manager to do that. Like you can just track the tasks that you do for a project and then create them into a template so you can easily duplicate it in the future and you don't have to start over from scratch. You can also then see what you did and it's easy to add new stuff or to change things around. But for the organizational aspect, what I wanna kind of break down, because this is gonna get into what I do personally, is that we actually manage the business based off of having every single thing that has to happen every day, every week, every month, and every quarter inside of ClickUp. Pause for dramatic effect. I mean that. There is not a regularly occurring task in my business that is not inside of ClickUp. So for example, check customer support emails every day. Every single day, ClickUp has a recurring task that our admin assistant is, is assigned to that says to check those emails every single day. Every week, we send a newsletter to our Holistic Business Academy members. That is in ClickUp. It pings up every single week. Here we go. And all the steps that have to do that, right? Um, the admin assistant creates the newsletter, sends it to me on a Thursday to review, schedules it on Monday morning. There's like a couple different steps. All of those are there as recurring tasks. Um, every month, we schedule new calls inside of the Holistic Business Academy. We schedule about a month uh, ahead. So like exactly February 1st, we'll be scheduling our March calls. So everyone has a full 30 days plus to, to get them on their schedule. That's all in ClickUp. Every single step that is required to schedule the calls is in ClickUp. And when this, this, like, it might sound a little bit like, why? Why go to that level of detail? And there's two reasons and why I'm suggesting you do this now, even if you aren't working with a team. The first one is, is for you personally, this means you don't have to remember to do it. You can essentially take these daily, weekly, monthly tasks out of your active brain. Your brain has other things to do. <laughs> it has content to create. It has new ideas to envision. It also has like a life to enjoy outside of the business. By putting even these very simple tasks inside of your project management software like ClickUp, you're going to be able to go in and enter the space of working on them and then fully leave the space. It helps to close loops in your brain and it means that you don't have to remember the basics. I literally have a task in ClickUp that says, comment on posts in HBA Facebook group. I'm unlikely to forget that I'm gonna come talk to you guys in HBA. That's one of my favorite things to do, right? It's not about that. It's about letting that no longer be an active process in my brain until I get into ClickUp and I can see what my tasks are for the day. And that is one of them. So breaking down your business activities into daily, weekly, monthly, and if it pertains to you, quarterly tasks that are recurring is going to help you free your mind. <laughs> The second reason this is valuable is because when you do have a team, this means that team members can come in and actually see what's happening daily on your business. Just by looking at the tasks in ClickUp, a new team member can get can know everything we do every single day inside my business. It makes training easier. It makes delegation easier. So when we hire someone new and we're giving them new tasks, they can see how they've been done in the past. We can assign them to them. 
We don't have to create anything new and we actually don't have to explain a lot because it is literally written out step by step and it is a task that is assigned with a due date and a reminder inside our software. So that level of organization is critical on the business level. A couple of the things I love about ClickUp, just to brag about it, because we're having this talk and I think get the sense based on talking to you guys that you like my, my tech rants a little bit. ClickUp has the ability to have chats inside of the software. So um, a lot of teams use something like Slack to chat back and forth, or you might be using email. I made a decision last year. I did not want to use email for team communications because I kept losing stuff. I try not to be in my inbox too much. Um, I find it stressful, frankly, and not particularly productive. And um, <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, Cal Newport has a book coming out called The End of Email, and I am like really ready to read it. I think email is really powerful. I love, I like reading people's newsletters and stuff, but from a business perspective, it's generally pretty ineffective. So especially for team, like things that if we were in an in-person office, I'd probably just go to somebody's office and ask them. So ClickUp actually has a chat function and we're able to create dashboards in ClickUp where we have all of our chats together. So it kind of mimics something like Slack. While Slack you can totally use, and I think is a decent piece of software, um, that we'll see what changes come up with um, Salesforce buying it. I'm assuming that's going through at the time I'm recording this, I don't know. It's nice because in ClickUp it's all in one place, right? I don't need another app open on my computer. Additionally, we actually use Slack uh, for support or have in my incubator program. And I really like having all my team communications in one place. So when I show up on Slack or, or somewhere else to support my customers, um, that I'm not distracted. So I'm really able to enter that space fully and then leave. <laughs> so I love the chat function. The other function that we really love in ClickUp is that it has a docs function. It's not as robust as Google Docs or something. It wouldn't replace a word processing software, but we use it to keep track of our SOPs. Those are standard operating procedures. All an SOP is is a step-by-step, -step, generally written uh, report on how to do a task. Uh, we make these now by me making videos of me doing the task. And then Ashley, um, my online business manager, translates that, also because I'm not great at explaining things like that, into a step-by-step -step process. The idea being that anyone on the team could read that process and do the task. So how we respond to certain emails, how we fix certain things if something happens on the website, how to troubleshoot things, how we support people in the Facebook group. All of that is in an SOP. And because of the doc feature in ClickUp, we can actually have that in ClickUp. Um, and this makes it really easy to have conversations about things. Of course, I'm describing this to you via audio, so I can't show you, but you can do things like tag tasks and tag documents inside of ClickUp when you're talking to people. So it's very easy to reference everything because it's literally in the same software. So that's my ClickUp, um, my ClickUp Love Fest. We've been using it for almost a year and it is, it, it, I definitely made a great choice. And like I said earlier, I made that choice when it was me and our podcast manager who's going to listen to this. And that was it on the team. <laughs> and there was me and somebody who works five hours a week and does awesome work, but that was it. And for our level of communication, we mostly just texted at that point. But I made that software decision knowing that we were going to grow, that we're going to bring on new team members and that things were going to get more complex. So we chose a software that would grow with the team. And I got to say, it's been amazing. So if you need one, click up, start with the free version. The paid one will be useful at some point, but you definitely don't, probably don't need it now. And um, those are all the reasons I love it. So we start there because for planning my work days, the business schedule is what matters. 
I need to know what I have to do on a daily basis in the business in order to effectively plan. So it's a little circular to describe how I plan things. I'm going to start with what I do the night before a day. Um, the biggest shift that I've made, I'm going to basically start with my end of day routine um, before <laughs> my end of day routine before we um, talk about how I how I start and actually run my day. So with my end of day routine, what I do at the end of each day is I go into ClickUp and I look at what's going to happen in the next day. I also look at my calendar. So my calendar has all of my appointments on it, any calls I have, any coaching calls I'm leading, any team meetings, and then my personal stuff. Doctor's appointments, uh, there's not a lot right now with COVID, <laughs> I guess. If I have library books to return, that one's on there. <laughs> um, but it has like whatever's happening during the day. So I start there and I use a rocket book which is a reusable notebook to do time blocking for my day. Um, I like the Rocket Book for a couple reasons. I started using it last year, and it is great because I don't actually need little pieces of paper everywhere telling me what my scratch notes and like what my time blocking was for a day. And we'll talk about time blocking in a second. So this is a reusable notebook that. Um, I mean, it does not feel the same completely as writing on paper, but it is really similar. You use um, these Pilot Friction pens, which are erasable pens. You write on the notebook, which has like 40 pages of this kind of coated fake paper stuff. And then when you're done with it, you actually just wipe it off with water. It just wipes right off. So it stays pretty well. And it's perfect for anything you don't need to keep or anything that's going to be transferred somewhere else for safekeeping. So I love the Rocket Books. We can link those up too. It's probably my favorite tool that I discovered this past year because I am someone who writes things down a lot by hand, but I don't necessarily need to keep it. Um, I don't use the Rocket Book, for example, for I do a morning pages practice, like from um, the artist's way, uh, and you know, journaling that kind of stuff. I don't really, I don't use the Rocket Book. I use it for things that are not intended to be long term, like taking notes during a coaching call uh, or before a coaching call. Um, and then this time blocking and then notes during the day, which you'll hear about. So the Rocket Book is awesome. I can't remember how much they are. I think it's like 30 bucks or something. But considering the fact that it's reusable, essentially, you know, ad infinitum, it's pretty good value if you're someone like me who goes through a bunch of paper and doesn't, you know, want to, doesn't want to kill all those trees. Also, the Rocket Book, you can actually like scan what you write and upload it to your computer if that's useful for you. But I find I use it increasingly just as a, uh, essentially as a, as a wipeable, like almost like a whiteboard, but, but in, in a notebook form. So uh, time blocking is something that I finally picked up from Cal Newport, um, who I mentioned earlier. Cal has a couple books uh, that I recommend with um, a little bit of trepidation in the sense that I think he is very smart. I think that he is very good at what he writes about. He, for some reason that is not entirely clear, except for probably just being a dude, he um, cannot find any examples that are not white men in his books. So I put that out there. Uh, I don't know why that is. <laughs> and that would be my primary critique is that he's writing uh, without really putting in the effort of finding examples uh, from, of people from other backgrounds in his research. But his book, Deep Work, had an impact on me. And it really just kind of fucking called me out on my unwillingness to create a schedule that actually prioritized the, the tasks and activities that are, are the important outputs in my business. 
for me, those things are essentially content creation. The most important thing I can do in the business at this juncture is to make amazing content, is to make great free stuff, is to make great stuff for our customers. And that that's, that's like my best task, unless we're in a launch or something, in which case then I put on my sales hat and, and my best task is answering all y'all's questions. <laughs> but I was not prioritizing that. And um, when I started working on this Holistic Business Academy uh, reworking, I had a hard time initially with my schedule, which is where all of this coming out of, I should be honest about, because it was the first time in my business that I actually had the space to fully reiterate on something. Most of my business so far, I have been taking action, taking messy action, just like I encourage y'all to do. And I continue to take messy action. But with HBA, after a year, I was ready to really refine and recreate the core content, which is what I've been working on for the past several months. And it was a different kind of focus to come up with new ideas, to synthesize the feedback and the results that our customers have gotten, to find the holes, and to really think about what would be the most useful to our HBA members, help them get results faster while also supporting them as they get to higher growth stages in their business, it honestly required a lot of focused effort. It wasn't something that was going to just kind of emerge at the top of my hat, especially making it very actionable, which has been my goal with this. That meant that I needed more what Cal calls deep work time, focused time in my schedule. And I know this is hard for a lot of us. Those of you with kids at home, especially right now, I know that getting any time for that sounds very challenging. For me, with the number of calls I have and kind of the responsive nature of a lot of my business, that's been hard for me too. This is where the time blocking concept comes in. I did not invent this. I got it from Cal. Cal got it from somewhere else. It's not new. I don't know what it was, but I finally was like, I'm gonna try this. <laughs> so all time blocking is, is essentially assigning specific tasks to certain time blocks during your day. Just like we would schedule meetings or you would schedule a doctor's appointment, you also schedule time to do your routine tasks like I talked about earlier. You schedule time to work on specific projects. So instead of having a to-do list like, okay, today I need to make a slide deck, what I do is actually assign specific slides that I'm working on for the HBA program to specific times. It helps to create a level of accountability um, and structure that honestly I was a little nervous about as someone who doesn't really like that. <laughs> I don't like structure, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> but it really forced me in a way to focus on my work more and to do better work. I'm sitting here committing for this hour to work on this task. So I do that the night before. That is part of my end of day activities is that I, we'll talk about this a little bit more in a second, but I look at ClickUp and I look at my schedule and I write out in my rocket book, I just kind of go every two lines and I start at 8 a.m. because at least right now in the winter, I'm not getting up much before that because it's dark. In the summer, I usually get up more at like five, so I might, I'll adjust the schedule. Um, but right now it's about eight. So I start from eight and a number eight through like six or seven, going every other line in my rocket book. And then I just write down what is assigned to that? So 8 a.m. for me is coffee, journaling, and breakfast, 8 to 9. And I create a little box around that. And then starting at 9, I'm usually doing my deep work. I'm going to try to go from like 9 to 11, if not a little bit longer, working specifically on the projects that require heavy focus for me. 
Then I'll schedule a break, I'll schedule lunch, I'll put calls in, everything is on the calendar. This means that when I wake up in the morning, I have a piece of paper in my rocketbook that tells me exactly what I'm supposed to do every minute of my workday. The best part about this too, is that it makes it really clear when I don't need to work. <laughs> As you guys know, I'm really keen on finding whatever balance can be found. I have very little interest in hustling, even when I have a lot to do. This method has forced me to actually be clear on how long it takes me to do things. Because if you don't miss, if, if something takes longer or shorter, then you essentially just rewrite the schedule for the rest of the day. It's not set in stone. It's about learning to better assess. And for example, I tend to think that maintenance tasks, those daily tasks that I told you guys about earlier, I tend to overestimate how long those are going to take, probably because a lot of the maintenance stuff is kind of boring, right? They're like, it's like just very tasky, like, oh, I have to go and click this thing and I have to send this thing. It's not, it's not engaging. So I tend to, in my mind, think like, oh, that's going to take me like an hour. And in reality, my maintenance probably takes me about 10 minutes a day. It's not a lot. Uh, versus the deeper creative work, the writing work, the idea, like the, the thinking stuff, that takes me a lot longer than I think it does. Probably because I enjoy it, but it's hard and it takes time. And with something like HBA, where we've gone from three, you know, very focused, actionable, but um, because slim pillars of content that were hyper-focused when we created this, to now I'm creating something that is more than double, it's actually triple the size, you know, to really expand and create more content, that needed a lot of focus. It took a lot longer than I thought it would. I, I thought I'd be done in a month. And Pat, current Sarah is very much laughing at past Sarah about that. But this time blocking method forces you to assess how long things actually take. Because if you go past the time allotted, you have to adjust for that in your schedule. Or you have to rearrange it and say, okay, now this is going to go into another block of time. This helps me because I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, but it also creates that accountability internally with myself. So this is something that may not work for all of you. I know that a lot of folks who listen to this podcast, myself included, um, attention can be challenging. Sometimes I do have a, a deep work block scheduled and I just have to be like, fuck it, that's not happening. <laughs> but what I try to do is ensure that I sit down and I try. I say, that's the time I scheduled for this. I'm going to sit down and try. And, you know, if I have a health issue flare up or something, then it all goes out the window, to be honest. But it helps me, especially on the days when I do feel motivation and when I do feel well enough to work effectively, to make sure I'm using that time to the best of my ability as well and not just dicking around. So your mileage may vary, but the time blocking thing has really helped me. So the night before, all of this is pre-planned. I've looked at everything. The other thing I do in ClickUp the night before is I see if anything needs to be rescheduled. I try to, as I'm filling out the, the time blocking, to see if it's a reasonable um, amount of activities for me to complete in a day. If it's something that I can delegate to something to somebody else, if it's something that we can just get rid of, <laughs> it doesn't need to happen. So I kind of do a pre-triage the night before on all the tasks and then put them into the time blocking. This way, when I wake up in the morning, I have... What I've started doing, because this helps me too, I have a tendency to go right to my computer. It's a bad habit that I'm trying to break, is that I have my computer closed and I have the rocket book on top of it open to the day's tasks. So the first thing I see is the schedule that I've already committed to. <laughs> um, and I use that to guide my day. And as the day unfolds, we might be shifting things, but I use that to guide my day. The other thing that I'm using the rocket book for during the day is actually to take notes on the side. So I have the page divided into two. 
every notebook page, there's a line down the middle. On the left-hand side are the numbers and the blocks. And on the right-hand side, I scribble down notes. I started doing this because I found myself going to my phone or my computer to record notes during the day because I didn't want to miss them, right? If I was on a break and I had an idea come up or I'm working on one project, even if I'm on my computer, I'd be like, oh, I need to go to ClickUp and make sure we don't forget this. That's called context switching or task switching. <laughs> and it's actually, they've done studies that show that you lose so much time when you context switch. And not only that, if you're anything like me, um, I'm like a shiny object like problem person, I will go into ClickUp and like say I'm writing something, <laughs> I'll go to ClickUp to record a note and then it's like 20 minutes later, I've been like doing God knows what in the project management software and have not been doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So throughout the day, I move through the time, time blocking, and I write any notes down on that same page in my Rocketbook. This prevents me from going to my phone or, or switching out of an app or switching out of a task when I have an idea or I remember something. And my brain is very much like that. It's very, it's a, it's a big old messy spider web up in there. So I'll be working on something and have a random tangent idea emerge. I need to note those things, but I wanted to keep on my focus. So I write them in the Rocketbook. When the day is done, now we kind of loop back around, I told you it was a circle, to the end of day activities. When the day is done, there are a few things that I do to let me know that my day is complete. Cal calls this like shutting down, which of course is cute because we're shutting down your computer. Um, so that's where I got this idea from. And I mean, it just makes sense. I have a morning routine. Why don't I have an evening routine? Like, okay. So I do a couple things. First of all, I go to ClickUp end of day and make sure that everything is reconciled. All tasks are completed. Anything that isn't completed, either I've triaged, I have um, reassigned, I've moved the dates back, etc. So that ClickUp, ClickUp is the law in my business. Like <laughs> if it's not on ClickUp, it doesn't exist. So it's my responsibility to go in and make sure everything is up to date so the entire team knows where we stand on everything in the business. And then I will reconcile all the notes from the Rocket Book. So all those notes I took throughout the day, I will now put them in ClickUp or where they belong inside of my system, my life, right? If it's something personal, I'll make a reminder note. If it's a task or a business thing, I will, you know, take care of it. So that is the second step. I reconcile all of the tasks and then I add all of the notes or, or ideas to the right place so they won't get lost. Finally, then I come full circle and I time block for the next day. I do the schedule, I look at the calendar, and I write out what we're working on for the following day. And then this is where I copy Cal Newport's idea of having a literal checkbox that says shutdown complete. I do that, I check it off, and I am done with work. It is such a silly little trick, but I share it with you guys because there is something really satisfying about telling your brain I am done, like checking the box. <laughs> so that is how I am managing my projects right now and managing my schedule. And it has been, you know, it's not perfect. It doesn't force me to do what I'm supposed to do, but it helps to have pre-planned my days the day before to know that I am on track and to know that I have time scheduled at the end of the day to reconcile any tasks, any activities, and any ideas that might have come up throughout the day. You can use do this with a different system. You don't need to use ClickUp or to use a rocket book, but I'm sharing what I use because I find it very simple and very effective. My hope is that this gives you a sense of how we are effectively working in our business, which to reiterate is that everything is in one place. Everything is written out. 
every single daily task, no matter, no matter how small, is in ClickUp. So we don't have to remember them. We're not using our active conscious brains to try to keep track of mundane things that have to happen every day or every week anyway. And then I'm using time blocking to ensure that I'm actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing and getting over time a better sense of how long things really take. And ultimately my goal with that is not only to work more effectively, but frankly to work less. <laughs> I want to be doing less work. <laughs> I don't wanna be um, always on my computer. Time blocking helps to ensure that I am focused when I need to be focused and that I can shut down complete when I am done. So I'd love to hear from you guys over on Instagram. Let me know what is coming up for you with your organization in your business. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Do you like this idea of really having all of your tasks clearly laid out, putting your brain, like taking them out of your memory, putting them in the computer? Um, have you tried time blocking? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you about how you're organizing things in your own business. I hope this has been so helpful. We'll link up those resources in the show notes. So you can snag them if that feels useful to you. Again, I do recommend Cal's book, um, Deep Work, with the massive caveat that, uh, yeah, yeah, that every single person reference is a white guy. There, that's, that is massive, but they probably have it at your library, to be honest, so you can check it out there. And I will see you all next week. In the meantime, do not forget to sign up for the waitlist for the Holistic Business Academy. Holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash waitlist, our brand new free training and the doors to the Academy are going to open on the 17th of February. This is going to be your opportunity to join a community of like-minded, values-driven spiritual entrepreneurs who want to make money and make magic in the world, to have impact and be able to pay themselves appropriately, to have a salary and have the peace of mind knowing that you are supported. Um, we are both values focused, but also very strategic. I, I, I cannot wait to tell you guys and share more about what we've been working on behind the scenes to support you. But this is the place for you. If you want a collaborative, dogma-free approach to growing a business that's actually built on who you are as a human, how you like to do things, and that teaches you the skills you need to market and sell effectively from your place of values, then that isn't tied to specific social media platforms or you know any trends. Like We're really talking about the foundational stuff that will work for a lifetime. So I will see you all on that wait list. We'll make sure you know as soon as the doors are open and when you can register for our free training. I'll see you all next week. Bye for now.